Okay. Where are we going here? Not going anywhere. Going to be sitting here for the next however long. Okay. Don't rattle the case. I will hit you. I will. You're, you're not too old that I can't put you over my knee and spank you. Like I did all those times when you were younger. Remember those times? No. 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 <laughs> oh dear. Okay. <laughs> and on that note, on that bombshell, let's uh, yeah, let's get no, started. I, I wouldn't put that in the podcast. <laughs> Cullen had a problem and a microphone to spare. Thomas took it up and so the podcast went to air. For weeks and months they trolled through every single DVD. They've unwrapped all the ones they can and now they're cellulose free. Now they're cellulose free. Hello dear listener and welcome to Cellulose Free. My name is Colin and with me as always is my fellow film watcher, compadre and son Thomas. Hi, hello. I don't know why I presented it like that. Great. <laughs> Glad to hear it. What have um, you been up to? Not a whole lot. Neither have I. No. So, let's get... <laughs> no. I I selected dinner for tomorrow. What's happening tomorrow? Uh, well, oh, that's yeah. right. As, it as, was on the social medias. It said that mm. tomorrow has been cancelled. As this podcast goes out, I'm coming down from the the great highs of celebrating <laughs> my 23rd circuit around the sun. <laughs> and, and I say great highs with incredible <laughs> sincerity, because it'll be a massive event and everything will be brilliant. It will. Yeah. Yes. And it definitely won't just be... Like any other day, except that I have slightly more money at the end of it. <laughs> you hope. <laughs> and, and chocolate. Dear listener, I have secretly invited all of his internet friends <laughs> over for dinner. <laughs> <sighs> okay, good. Yeah. I will have more chocolate and more cake than I did before it was my birthday. And and more Dad's special yes. fried chicken. As as selected by yes. by me. That's right. Um, <laughs> yeah. And today I did up a, a school timetable for the fridge. You did. You beat me to it. I yep. was getting all ready to do that, as is my traditional uh, duty to do so. But you beat me to it. It's sort of a flimsy tradition, sort of. Flips back and forth between us, depending on who gets to it first. Does it? Yeah. Oh, you've done it before, have you? Yeah. Gee, I remember those years well. Good. Uh, um, anything else? Um, no. No? No. Bit of a flat week. Yeah, same here. Yeah. I've got nothing. Mm. I'm sure there was something that happened. <laughs> it's been but an... In- no. <laughs> Even for this segment... Uh, we're we're in a bit of a lull. We are. 
Not a lol, a lull. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So we've got a movie to watch. Yeah, we Let's do. Let's get straight into yeah. that then. I'm quite looking forward to this, actually. Yes. What are we watching this week? We are watching Source Code. Please, dear sir, would you tell our dear listeners what this is all about? Sure. When decorated soldier Captain Coulter Stevens wakes up in the body of an unknown man, he discovers he's part of a mission to find the bomber of a Chicago commuter train. In an assignment unlike any he's ever known, he learns he's part of a government experiment called The Source Code, a program that enables him to cross over into another man's identity in the last eight minutes of his life. With a second, much larger target threatening to kill millions in downtown Chicago, Coulter relives the incident over and over again, gathering clues each time, until he can solve the mystery of who is behind the bombs and prevent the next attack. Distributed by Hopscotch Entertainment. Produced by Entertainment One. 89 minutes of 16 by 9. Dolby Digital 5.1 Region 4 Includes English descriptive subtitles for the hearing impaired The what? The hearing impaired What? Sorry (laughs) Descriptive (laughs) subtitles for the hearing impaired The what? (laughs) Okay So that's that's what we're going to watch Thomas is going to take it out of its case Mm-hmm. He's going to pop it into the DVD player. Yep. We're going to watch it, and mm-hmm. we'll catch you on the flip side. Turn to side B. Not in the next eight minutes, you won't. Turn to side B again. Not in the next eight minutes, you won't. Keep turning to side B. You mongrel. You're looking for side B, and you can't find it. Mongrel. Where is side B? It's here, right now, Where's in a few stop moments. Button? Stop. Just stop. <laughs> So, what did you think? Yeah, that, that that was solid. That was a solid film. You've seen it before, yes. haven't you? Yes. Yes, I have. So I think this is about my my fourth time through. Um, <laughs> I don't know whether my headspace was in the wrong spot, but I think I had a, a little more of a problem with things not making sense uh-huh. uh, than the, the last couple of times. I, I guess I, <laughs> I, I didn't think too much about the, the things that, that didn't make sense uh, the last number of times that I saw it and I think there's a danger in trying to explain <laughs> whenever you've got the the Groundhog Day scenario that the more you try to explain or, or give a reason for it happening the more fraught with inconsistencies with logic I guess um, but yes it's it's still a a solid film yeah um, I don't have quite as much of a problem with the mechanics of the time loop I think they're reasonably consistent, mm-hmm. which is important. Yeah. If you don't have consistency in the explanation for how the time loop is happening, yeah, it falls apart. Yeah. And nothing you can do from there. Yeah. Now I'm struggling to put together things I thought I wanted to say. No, I, I, during. <laughs> I'm kicking myself. I, I took lots of notes last week, uh-huh. and I think it worked. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it distracted me from, from mm-hmm. settling into the film. And I, I think that's what caught me off guard this time around, was that 
uh, I thought, right, just going to enjoy this. <laughs> and then maybe got the guilts of not taking notes and, and then therefore became too critical of it. Or, right. Um, especially when um, <laughs> thing, things veered off from, from reality uh, as far as what was in the head of the person that he was in the head of mm. and the experiences that, that he had, how that worked. <laughs> it just, yeah. Anyway, the other thing that threw me uh-huh. was that earlier this week, I watched a Liam Neeson film called The Commuter. Right. Where he is on a train and he's given the task of finding someone. And there were just flashes of, hang on, that particular camera shot. I recognise that. <laughs> and I'm thinking, um, but I saw that recently, but I haven't watched this film recently. And then it dawned on me where where it was. So obviously uh, the commuter isn't quite as memorable <laughs> as the source code. Uh, yes. So I certainly wouldn't pay money to watch the commuter. Uh, I would watch money to watch the source code. It's... It's it's really tight and mm. really well shot, and the the chemistry between characters is is good. And again, the um, the, the brain thinking of uh, tracking down someone that was done so much better in this than in the right. than in the commuter. It was yeah. It's a time loop film. Yep. I don't think it wastes its loops. No. No, and in fact, they're very clever, and it's something that I guess is is also characteristic of time loop films. They do a montage of of mm. rapid successions uh, to give the impression that he's been through this a number of times mm. after the the uh, the setting up and the conclusion. It's yeah. uh, I had forgotten how long the conclusion to this actually wraps itself up. It is a lot lengthier than, than I recalled, but also still not a, a waste of time. It's a short no. film. It's only... Hour and a half. Over an hour and a half. And an hour and a half well spent, I think. Mm. Uh, as long as you can... I, I keep harping back to this, but I think the reason I love Groundhog Day mm-hmm. uh, so much is the fact that they don't make any attempt to explain mm. what's going on whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So once once you've clicked that that is the case then you can settle into it whereas in source code my brain was conflicting with the explanation that they gave i think is so yes uh soundtrack right at the start what i was thinking was is this is this danny elfman it's not danny elfman but it is chris bacon who has in recent years worked with danny elfman Mm -hmm. on a number of soundtracks. Yep. And a good solid soundtrack too. It, mm. it never detracted from, but kept pace yeah. with and and was used to great effect to amplify the intensity and, and soften the soft bits. And yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the other thing I should point out is that the director who also directed Moon, mm-hmm. Duncan Jones, who is actually David Bowie's son. Right. Yes. Duncan Zowie Howard Jones. Or Zoe Bowie. Zoe Bowie. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm curious. I, did, I didn't watch in the 
the closing credits because this is listed as being um, a European film. So <laughs> um, uh, I, I don't know whether it was filmed. Apparently listed under countries United States and France. Okay. So right. That might be a. a they, they did the, the external shots maybe in uh, uh, in the US in... for Chicago and then filmed all the the train interiors. Uh, Philippe Rousselet, uh one of the producers on the film, uh, has a production company uh, and is French. Right. <laughs> okay. So it was produced. Yes. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um, uh, you've distracted me from something. Good. Excellent. I can't remember what now. Oh. That's very disappointing. Um... Zoe Bowie? Uh, several levels of distraction. Excellent. Yeah. Because I looked up one thing and then I looked up another thing. And then... Six degrees of distraction. What was I thinking of? I don't know. I don't know what I'm thinking of. So how would I know what you're thinking of? Um. That's really annoying. I'm annoyed. It was probably something really good too. I can't tell if... I'm now questioning if I've actually been distracted from anything or if it, what what I've been distracted from was just what I brought up. Yeah. And I... <laughs> We're actually caught in a time loop and, uh, yeah. This loop is the boring one. Oh, very, very small set of locations. Mm. Very economical use of of locations. We have the capsule, which... Undergoes some changes. <laughs> yes. So, so not quite as economical, but still good. Uh, the air force base. Yep. The train. Very important. And a train station. A train station, and the car park. Yes. Of that train station. Yep. That's it. Yeah, locations. It's, can... it's good stuff. And and the bean. <laughs> oh yes. And the bean, and the bean by Anish Kapoor. What a wonderful piece of sculpture that is. By a terrible person. <laughs> I do not know his story, but I will believe you that he's a terrible person. Okay. <laughs> we'll go off a on a tangent, an artistic tangent here. So, Anish Kapoor, there's a substance uh, called Vanta Black. Oh, you okay. You may have heard of. Right, so, right, okay. Yeah, he's, he's the, the Vanta Black guy. Which uh, was produced in a lab and is one of the least reflective substances known to man and woman and <laughs> other humans. Uh, and cats. Yes. Dogs don't uh, like it either. With, with the result that it's a very deep black. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... You cannot uh, fathom any depth or... Mm, which is exclusively licensed to Anish Kapoor. Yep. Like very, very oh, absolutely I didn't realize this was the same guy. Exclusively oh. licensed. To the point uh that uh another artist, uh Stuart <laughs> Semple, uh developed a pigment called the Pinkest Pink. Now is he the guy who said anyone can use it except for Anish Kapoor and anyone affiliated with him. Yeah. <laughs> uh as well as two other very black blacks that yes. are Close visually indistinguishable from Vanta Black and uh, Diamond Dust, 
which is an extremely reflective glitter, just made out of glass. Good. All also entirely unavailable to Anish Kapoor. <laughs> <sighs> the art world. The diamond dust, the glitter made of glass, was specifically made... Uh, because Anish Kapoor somehow got his hands on uh, the pinkest pink, dipped his middle finger in it and flipped the bird, the bird uh, right. Stuart Semple, on Instagram. And you wouldn't want to do that with tiny shards of glass. No. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> hmm. Anyway, do you have anything else you wish to say? Um, the, 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 the bean itself. The bean itself. The bean itself, for some time, you could not take photos of it without a fairly expensive fee paid to the park, uh, despite this being a public park, oh, just in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, they've, they've, they've loosened things down a bit. Uh, you, you can take photos as long as you don't need ten people to take the... It's, uh, okay. it's all very complicated. Right. And uh, that being said, there are no, a number of national parks... In Australia, that technically you can't post photos of and weird things like that. Um, it's just crazy bonkers. Anyway, yeah. Mm. On that note, yes. On that. On on that incredible disappointment. Mm. I, I do. If you can get your hands on it strongly, if yeah. you have not seen it, I, I suspect uh, many of our dear listeners have seen Source Code. I recommend Source Code. Yeah. Okay. Do we have anything? I'm just checking this now. No, I think we're moving on. Right. Nothing on TikTok? N- no. Right. No. <laughs> um, no. Unfortunately, uh, the the strategy of posting the podcasts one minute at a time on TikTok <laughs> didn't didn't quite capture. Uh, the fickle audience of <laughs> all right so uh thanks to jeff for his uh questioning of our podcasts ever having a plot um <laughs> no oh, we don't this uh, one prime example yeah, here absolutely mm. um, um so we might move on yes pick a film for next week so we can go to bed it's your turn it is my turn all right, and I'm going to throw a wobbly into the works right. here. As you may recall, a number of weeks ago, we had a bit of a Sydney Point here retrospective. Mm-hmm. Somebody who I have absolutely idolised in the film industry for many, 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 many years, uh, even before I actually realised who he was. Douglas Trumbull, great visual effects pioneer. Um, mm-hmm. Heavily involved in 2001 Space Odyssey. He directed Silent, Silent Running, Running that we watched many, many moons ago. Uh, he passed away during the week. Oh. Yes. So he was 76, I think he was. But I thought, right, what can we watch that uh, he had a great deal of influence over? And so I thought... And it's it's not on either of our lists, which I actually find a bit surprising. But I am going to bring up a plot synopsis for what I'm going to propose. Uh-huh. All right. Are you ready? Okay. Richard Dreyfus stars as cable worker Roy Neary, 
who, along with several other stunned bystanders, experiences a close encounter of the first kind, witnessing UFOs soaring across the sky. After this life-changing event, the inexplicable vision of a strange mountain-like formation haunts him. Roy's fixation on finding the meaning behind the image strains his marriage to the breaking point. Meanwhile, bizarre occurrences are happening around the world. Government agents have a close encounter of the second kind, physical evidence of a UFO visitation, when military vehicles that went missing decades ago suddenly reappear in unusual places. Roy continues to chase his vision to a remote wilderness locale, a place he is so drawn to that he's willing to give up his family and even his life. There, he finds the agents preparing for a close encounter of the third kind contact. <laughs> Yes. What do you think? I think that's that's a, that's a good choice. All right. Hi. I'm uh, happy to do that the, next week. The tricky thing is to work out which of the three versions that <laughs> uh, we have on the shelf we're going to watch. I think I think I know which one we're going to watch. Probably the one that's on Blu-ray. Uh, well, they're they're all on Blu-ray. Oh, they're all on Blu-ray. Yes. Yes. They are all on Blu-ray. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're all on Blu-ray twice, I think. So there is the original theatrical release, and mm-hmm. then there was a big, long, extended version made, and <laughs> then there was a director's cut that is shorter than... <laughs> one, one of the uh, copies on Blu-ray lists in its special features three kinds of close encounters. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I think we'll watch the director's cut. All right, then. Mm, That's what we're going to watch. We're going to watch Close Encounters of the Third Kind as a salute to the late, great Douglas Trumbull. We hope that you can join us. But until then, we'll catch you next time. Bye. You have been listening to Cellulose Free. Your hosts were Colin, who produces and edits the show, and Thomas, who makes the artwork and music. Cellulose Free is recorded in the Deranged Cat Studios in scenic Tasmania, Australia. We keep track of our extensive physical media collection through My Movies, which we highly recommend. You can find links to that, as well as other places you can find us in the show notes. Cellulose Free is a High Hello production. Wow. <laughs> we romped at home. We did. <laughs> and and then we were done. Yeah. And 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 nothing was nothing of of value was learned. No. No, I don't know why anyone's going to listen no. to this one. <laughs> well, it's going to be edited and it's going to be a lot shorter than what it says over there. Fortunately, dear listener Helen, uh, well, unfortunately, dear listener Helen, um, <laughs> is still not taking a long walk, so mm. it doesn't really matter how long this is. It could be two minutes. That's right. The it, e- won't, it won't be. The expurgated version. It won't be two minutes, but no. it could be. That's right. I'm going to stop this. <laughs>